0: Folks, this is your host, Social Introvert, and I'm back with yet another episode of the Social Introvert Podcast. As always, I want to give you guys a shout out for tuning in each week. We are closing in on a really big number, um, a milestone. I'll let y'all know when we hit it. Um, but i like to tune all the listeners in uh, from all over the world. I wish I could get them all on at the same time. But, again, I'm grateful to uh, have you all listening in. So, as you know, this is Season 10, and right now we are doing my first book, Get Rid of Yourself, and last week we read the first chapter of the book, and now we're on to the second chapter. So, this is Episode 3 of Season 10, called Negativity. Two weeks prior to this, we did the introduction. Last week was addictions, today is negativity, so let's get started. Negativity is the driving force behind many bad situations and decisions in today's society to include, but not limited to depression, anxiety, paranoia, suicide, alcoholism, crime, drug drug addictions, racism, low self-esteem, lack of motivation, no motivation, obesity, anorexia, overeating. Lack of exercise, low work production, worker's mentality, loss of interest in life, um, loss of interest in things you would normally take pleasure in, etc. Negativity means to be disagreeable, skeptical, downbeat, or pessimistic about something. A lot of people look at the worst case scenario for every situation or believe that any good coming out of a situation would be pure luck. Now, I do believe it's okay to be skeptical about things because not everything has a clearing goal or a well-drawn-out plan. I just don't believe it's okay to be skeptical about everything all the time. You see, we as human beings deal with countless issues that plague our minds during the journey of life and if left unchecked, could turn a bad situation into a whole lot worse situation such as prison, rehabilitation centers, violence, medical wards, Or even death. The thing that I have most recently learned is that most people tend to acknowledge the negative side of a conversation or the worst case scenarios and going through obstacles daily versus being optimistic that the situation will turn out for the best. I too have gone through that phase of my life where automatically I would be like a magnet and be drawn to the negative aspects of life instead of the positive. Then I had to realize that through corruption in the beginning the world as it was intended to be positive was from that point forever changed and could no, at no point return to his original state of being pure. From this aspect we learn that this is probably the reasoning behind us being attached to the bad more so than the good. Most people who are negative most or all of the time tend to be exiled from family members and friends. <laughs> of whom have grown tired of the constant agony of complaining, gossiping of simply no good fruit. Now I do not want to be I do not want to put on a portrayal that I'm speaking of something that I have not experienced. I've gone through a period of ultra-negativity that eventually had me bound for a few years of my life, beginning in middle school up until just halfway through the year, so 2017. personally have dealt with medicine, medicinal abuse, marijuana, you know, smoking and getting high as possible, just to barely get over the threshold of feeling positive. And at that point, then and only then, will I allow myself to go out with friends. Most times I'd be stuck playing video games all day or eating everything in sight. <laughs> there were times where I could only eat at night, because more times than not, I smoked only at night, which in turn made me eat heavily at night. I'd wake up and go an entire day, essentially starving myself, and then overload at night, which caused me to put on a lot more weight than normal. <clears throat> Now, of course, for now, smoking has a negative vibe associated with it in most circles, but a lot of opportunities I could have had were lost in the wind due to me smoking. Drinking alcohol was never a major part of my life. Oh, but when I did drink, it was at parties to purposely get as drunk as possible to allow the pains of life to go away. And if you have ever been around someone who was all the way drunk, and I mean toilet-hugging, gut-wrenching, ready-to-fight drunk, you will notice that they almost all start by becoming emotional, then crying, and then they start gossiping negatively. And then at that point, they're ready to either fight or pass out. The point I'm trying to make is that most scenarios, drinking and or smoking mind-altering substances, almost always have a negative outcome if you take these substances in high enough doses. Now, hear me when I say that it's perfectly normal and okay to have a glass of wine on occasions, if carefully monitored, and taken in moderation. Now, it seems like I'm rambling on about drinking and smoking you're probably thinking he's just talking about addictions in a previous chapter, didn't he? We must understand that the two, negativity and addictions, go hand in hand. Negativity is pretty much the foundation for any and all things, not of positivity, which leads us down to a path of regret. It is not uncommon for us to get easily sucked into a lifestyle that is unfitting for us, which is why we must meditate on the things that are of good report, that are pure and just, things that are honest and lovely things, as uh, the character Paul mentions in the Philippians. When you follow these simple instructions, Paul gives us the assurance in the very next verse that the God of peace will be with you. Those scriptures right there should encourage and motivate you to set yourself apart from things that are opposite of the qualities above. For you to focus on these things, it first has to start in the mind. (coughs) After all, a thought or an idea is just that until you decide to take action on that thought or idea. (coughs) I have encountered countless situations where I expected nothing but the worst and what I expected most of the time came to pass. On the other hand, sometimes good came out of it. For example, I have a story about a music gig at a local bar in the area. I arrived with my entire drum set and equipment with enough time to spare to watch the other local bands play. My band was scheduled to perform next. I began to unload all of my drums and the equipment backstage and started setting up on the stage. The drums were set on stage and they were already placing some drum mics around the kit to make sure I'd be heard. I waited for everyone else to finish setting up and prepare for, prepared for sound check. I went inside of my stick bag only to realize that I only had one stick. Now, mind you, it takes two sticks to play a drum set. Worst case scenario, if we could not find an extra stick, I could do the bare minimum and get through the show. After looking all throughout my car and asking around, there were no sticks to be found. At the last moment, my guitar player found a snorkel in his car. <laughs> he has a snorkel, which made for a hilarious introduction before we started playing. Eventually, a guy had taken time out to drive to the nearest music store and buy a pair of sticks and deliver them to me in the middle of the set for free. could have easily taken the time to wallow in disappointment and embarrassment for not taking the time to double-check my gear before I left home or make the best of the situation and make room for something good to come out of it. And not a moment later, I was playing with two drumsticks instead of a stick in one hand and a snorkel in the other. And then the show went over well with the audience. The incident is now a hilarious conversation that I often have with many of my friends. Although it started off on a bad note, we ended on many great notes. The good news to take from this is that we have the power to completely alter our state of mind from the negative to the positive and get positive results. Some of us have been raised in a bad environment that did not encourage love, peace, and through no fault of our own, as you have gotten older and matured, some of those old habits have stuck with you and are hard to shake off. This is one of the main reasons why you see generations grow up in the same neighborhood or city from the great-grandmother all the way down to the great-grandchild and never experienced anything outside of their town. Furthermore, especially in impoverished neighborhoods, we recognize that the residents who live in these conditions have access to a halfway decent education system they lack money for extracurricular activities such as mentoring programs and in turn have no other choice but to gravitate towards the less than desirable life of crime. When this happens, it creates a seemingly unbreakable pattern of misconduct that the church folk like to call generational curses. Trust me, generational curses are real and exist in every single culture, ethnic group, and every continent on the planet. Fortunately for us, there is good news. Romans 12 and 2 tells us, Do not conform to the patterns of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Then you will be able to attest to and understand that what God's will is, his good, pleasing, perfect will. You will not be able to do this with the mindset of, well, I see everyone else is doing it and it seems to be working for them. Why can I not be doing the same thing? Your mindset should be, well, if it's working for everyone else and some other person has achieved it, that means that I can too. If you're in an environment that is detrimental to your spiritual, mental, and emotional state, it is time for you to make a life-changing decision. And trust me, it is not a hard decision to make if you are unhappy with your current lifestyle. Either you can allow your God to guide your path and elevate you, or you can stay in your current surroundings and continue to further yourself from the blessings that your God has for you. To me, the choice seems to be a complete no-brainer. I know for some of you, the thought of leaving lifelong friends and even some family members behind can be a bit overwhelming to even just think about, let alone follow through with it. Just know that it doesn't have to be that way. Forever. When you acquire the knowledge needed to change your lifestyle mindset to better yourself, you can then help those in your immediate circle and then those on the outside. Now realize that people in your circle may not be on board immediately, if at all. However, you must remain on path of growth. I wish I had learned this stuff so much earlier in my life, but fortunately, my parents' extended family and friends were not privy to this knowledge, so I can't blame them. I went through one of the most negative periods of time in my life when I was in a bad marriage, going worse, and it ended in divorce. got married when I was at a very young age of 21. I was fresh into the military, away from home, and away from my now ex-wife, who was my girlfriend at the time, and I missed the companionship over the first four months of my military career. Everyone in my immediate family, friends, and even chain of command gave a grave warning to everyone about missing your partner and getting married on holiday block leave around Christmas. They told us that the divorce rate in the military was much higher than that in the civilian world, and at that time it was about 60%. I figured that they didn't know us and believed that they were just being negative quick side note all advice is not bad advice over the course of the first four months our communication was relegated to letters in the mail phone calls at designated times it's safe to say we were operating at bare minimum communication with most people if you are not with someone and you love them you tend to miss them more the longer you stay separated from each other we were warned against that too One of the first things I did when I got back to my hometown was to go find a ring to propose with. Not too long after I proposed, I was married within two days of proposing. We only had about two weeks to spend with each other before I flew back to Texas to finish out my my training. We didn't even have time for a honeymoon, so we just stayed at an upscale hotel in the city limits and enjoyed each other's company. Soon I was back on a plane to Texas, a married man. While we were happy to finally be married... We did have some unresolved issues that carried over from the relationship to the marriage that I was only somewhat aware of. Looking back now, we were in no position to be married given the state that our relationship was in. We were bickering, going tit for tat, a lot of jealousy, cheating, etc. But we loved each other in quotation marks and missed each other. I decided to marry her anyway, and man, that was the wrong decision. I found out a short time later that the infidelity continued into the marriage while I was away, and of course I didn't believe the source at the time because we were married now. Everything was supposed to change immediately, right? Wrong. I did a little digging and about five months later I found the evidence to support the claims. Our marriage hadn't been the same since that day. I was angry, bitter, and upset. Didn't know what to do. I'm Only five months into a marriage and already going through a devastating event. As hard as i tried to get over it i couldn't all i heard were negative comments all i felt were negative emotions i couldn't shake the feelings but we stayed together We moved into our first apartment and it was first it was very awkward for the first few months living with someone who had betrayed me we still had arguments here and there a lot of separation and moving out and back in at the heart of the worst part of our marriage we ended up pregnant pregnancy came as a shock to both of us we were immediately excited and started planning for the child's birth then proceeded by far the best stretch of our marriage over the next nine months our child was born and everyone to include family friends and even strangers were elated to see our healthy newborn i thought our child would rekindle an old flame and allow us to start anew with a fresh clean slate and it did for a while a few months down the road we were back to our old selves again and i divorced her about a year later Negativity surrounded our marriage and we didn't even know it. It was as if all of our previous quarrels and problems were non-existent in a short moment of happiness, but we allowed negativity to enter back into the marriage. Could we have worked it out? It's possible. Any and everything can be overcome by a few decisions and action. I didn't have the mindset for it at the time and was at my wit's end. People were rooting for us to succeed, but there were also people who waited for us to fail, even people close to us. There was little to no encouragement inside and outside when we were going through our situations. Negatif- negativity thrived, though. One of the main reasons is because we didn't reach out to the other people to help us for fear of others juggling us and knowing our personal and intimate life. The biggest issue of them all was communication. We quite possibly could have saved ourselves as well as the marriage if we just took the time to kill our pride and just ask for help felt like people didn't really care and only wanted to know our business to further put strain on the relationship but as always you will have naysayers daughters haters as most people call them nowadays and people just want you to fail but none of that matters then had to go through one of the toughest time periods of my life when dealing with the custody case it was an incident that occurred and many lives were told from the opposing party my son was then taken from me for over a month i was only protecting my boy I was devastated. I couldn't see him every single day like I was used to. I knew he missed and needed me too. During the period away from my son, I went through one of the darkest periods of my life, but I used the darkness as fuel to make a complete 180 turn in my life. There was one day in particular when the absence of Carter had caught up to me and I could not shake the stress off of me. I struggled doing my homework. I started blasting some inspirational music to try and shake the feeling. My girlfriend tried to make me laugh and even pray with me, yet I could not get rid of it. Nothing was working. I was enraged on the inside, but still smiled as if nothing was wrong. My chest was filled with an unknown sensation, which I believe was stress. What I did next changed everything. I went out to everyone's favorite coffee shop and bought a meal for someone without the person's knowledge. The cashier told the person anyway when she delivered the meal and the person was very, very grateful because it was unexpected. Not too soon after, my stress levels slowly went back to normal. I wasn't as annoyed and agitated as I was earlier in the day, and I had made someone happy. By creating happiness for someone else, it allowed me to feel it too. You and only you can control your mind, your body, your actions, and your emotions. You have exclusive access to your life that nobody else has the permission to alter without without your approval. I used the toxic situation to flip my mood upside down and bless someone in the process change what thoughts you allow to enter your mind choose what you will accept into your own personal space if you have to set time aside to meditate on the things you want to change write down the things that you dislike about yourself and your environment that you're in and read them over and over and over again and when you do over time start chucking off the things that you see are rerouting themselves in your favor Do it every single day if you need to. Watch the world around you start to shift. It's only a matter of time before your entire list is checked off. Also write down the things that you see are going well for you. Don't just forsake the good because that can be discouraging and make you feel as if everything is bad and nothing is good. Sooner or later you start adding to the list of all the wonderful things happening in your life and that will eventually outweigh the bad. You have the power ladies and gentlemen to create a new world from your mind and to view life in a whole new light. If only you would take the time to reflect be sure to be honest with yourself as well not one person on this planet can better assess your own situation than you I say again write down everything you like about yourself and everything you dislike about yourself at first it may seem like a remedial task or a small grievance and that's okay change comes by doing something new and moving consistently towards it without stopping it's generally accepted that it takes 21 days to create a habit and for some it may take longer or shorter Do what works best for you. Remember that in all things, if you think negative thoughts, those negative thoughts will most likely provoke negative actions. If you're going to sit down and ponder on your problems, get to a happy place to do so. It's hard to be in a negative environment and think positively. Get yourself to your happy place out in nature maybe and around a group of your close friends in order to be in a happy mood to contemplate your problems. Find the root of the situation and remember that your mind and your soul matter first and foremost. You must take care of yourself first in order to take care of others. How can you pour out to others if yourself are an empty glass? If you yourself are an empty glass? If you need to, make some arrangements to sit down and talk with someone to get help. Negativity is like a mental prison and you can be sentenced to life without parole and not even be aware of it until it's too late. Captain your ship proudly when you are lost out at sea let the creator be your lighthouse to reel you in to shore and you will see a difference that was chapter 2 of get rid of yourself on negativity um, as you all know um, I wrote that book way back in 2018 um, I remember some of that stuff I started laughing in my head while reading because I remember especially when I was playing the drums with a snorkel that was one of the funniest things ever but um, anywho guys I hope y'all enjoyed the second chapter y'all need to go buy my book so you can read it for yourself right? because I don't have the best reading voice per se Um, it's partially because I'm tired as well my son had COVID the flu and pneumonia over the past week so I haven't been getting any sleep. Been up in the middle of the night and all throughout the middle of the day trying to bring his temperature down because it's been like the stock market just fluctuating up and down and back and forth to the ER. So if you hear me yawning that's partially why but also um, for some reason when I read out loud like that It just makes me yawn. Like I can sit down and do an interview and have an entire conversation without yawning. But for some reason, when I'm looking at words and reading, it makes me yawn. (laughs) I don't know what that's called. But anyway, I hope you all enjoyed. Again, if you want to get my book, y'all can click. Well, I don't have the link on here, but you can go Google search my link www.linktree.com forward slash s a n e t e r you will find this book get rid of yourself there you will find hack yourself design your life or accept your fate there you will also find my stock options course with video guides uh, definitions as well as my personal strategy via zoom call on there you will also find this podcast on there so you can listen to the past nine seasons and also you'll find my song Memories on there. So That's it for this podcast, folks. I hope this has helped you in some kind of way and inspired you to uh, do an account of yourself. Me personally, I need to do another account of myself. I know there's some things that I need to work on, but whew, it's about y'all working on y'all so not me. So just play anyway guys that's it share this with your friends and family share it on your instagram facebook tiktok twitter snapchat um meta wherever share it with your friends and family share it with yourself and make a difference all right guys i'm out